All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Unfiltered Sales Podcast. If you're driving right now, I want to tell you something. Make sure you put on a seatbelt because we're about to blow you away with this episode. I got my good buddy Bryce Hansen today. He's going to blow your mind away with a little bit of his story, how he got into entrepreneurship and how he's huge in the fitness space. So if you're a personal trainer, online fitness coach, my man, you better double strap. You better double strap. So uh, Bryce, can you uh, introduce yourself to me a little bit about what you do? Asael, my friend, uh, thanks so much for having me on the show. Super pumped up to connect. And uh, yeah, I guess I'll give you the backstory, how I got into coaching to begin with. And then from there, I'll kind of tee it up and we can kind of dialogue and you know, talk about the, the later journey. But um, originally, I'm not from California. I lived, I lived here for about 20 years. I'm from the Midwest. Um, grew up in the, the state of Michigan, which is a great place, salt of the earth people but not the fitness capital of the world. So there I was not living a healthy and fit lifestyle by any stretch of the imagination um, for two primary reasons. Number one, just the culture wasn't really conducive. Uh, you know, people in the Midwest are amazing, but just really, um, you know, and it's changing, but uh, fitness isn't really part of the, the lifestyle. At least it is to a degree in other places in the country like the West Coast. Uh, but then secondarily, I come from humble beginnings for first world standards. So my family used to run out of money before we used to run out of a month, having a single mom, raising three kids on minimum wage salary. Uh, so typically speaking, fast food um, was a cheaper option, although long term, not the best option. But in any case, um, I wasn't a fit uh, kid growing up is really the story that I, or the message I want to share. But that can change. And uh, when I graduated from college, I put my, myself through school. I got an internship in Los Angeles, which turned into a full-time job. So I was 21, moved to LA, the palm trees, the beaches, the blue skies, all that California has to offer. But also, Asael, uh, you know this, and you're certainly viewers probably know this as well. Uh, LA can be the plastic capital of the world. So I was 21 years old, not a lot of confidence and energy enthusiasm. I did not have fitness in my life. Um, you know, didn't have any professional skills really to offer the world. And I was 3,000 miles from home. So you know, I had some good days, but really the first two, two years of living in LA, which is nearly 20, year ago, 20 years ago now, um, were, were more, more dark than good. And fortunately that changed and really the entrance to, to fitness. Uh, but one of my good buddies from back in college, uh, it was my first fitness mentor. Uh, when he moved to Southern California. His name was Adam. And a little bit about Adam, he was not on the cover of Men's Health, but he could have been. He had the six-pack abs, the glistening muscles, all the energy, the conference, the vibrancy, all the girls uh, loved him. And I certainly looked up to that. So after we lived together, um, embarrassingly to admit, it took me a few months to finally muster up the enough courage to say, hey, Adam, can you teach me about this little little thing called fitness? And he said, Bryce, I thought you never asked, my friend, um, but <laughs> I can. However, I'm going to ask you um, to make a commitment to me for the next 12 weeks. You're going to do what I want you to do. You're going to lift what I want you to lift. You're going to eat what I want you to eat. Because you saw how many guys at college asked me how to lift weights and how many actually stuck with me. Virtually zero. Uh, so I don't want that the same for you. I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to waste my time. And that's an incredible coaching strategy from a commitment and consistent perspective. The weapon of influence uh, brought to us by Dr. Cialdini uh, lists out six weapon of influence, which certainly I say, I'll know, I know that you probably cover in the show. One of them is commitment and consistency. When you get someone's commitment, human nature are more inclined to stay committed to that particular commitment. And I'm so glad he did that because let's face it, you know, especially if you're our audience here is a lot of trainers and coaches and whatnot. You know how hard it is to get you know get someone started in a program. The mornings right. came early. My muscles were sore. I thought, holy smokes, this broccoli is not tasting great. Um, however, I stuck with it, put one foot in front of the other. And over a period of really um, two years, I trained with him, but really six months of hyper-focus, I dramatically you know, in, um, changed my, my fitness. I dropped 20 pounds of body fat. I put on 20 pounds of muscle. 
um, certainly gained a better physique, which I was after. But uh, as you and our audience knows, fitness does way more than that, and it changes someone's life. And that's really what it did for me. And to put a bow on this kind of foundational story, which sparked my interest in fitness, um, it had amazing benefits in my life. Aside from just the aesthetics, I had more energy, vibrancy, enthusiasm. In fact, I went from the least performing sales rep in my company, which I know this uh, show is focused on sales, all the way to the highest performing sales rep in my company. And the only thing changed was my level of fitness. And uh, that's why I'm so passionate to, to, you know, be in the industry and really, you know, help the people that I serve. Yeah. Extremely powerful. I appreciate you for sharing that with me. You mentioned something powerful right now. You said when I made a change in my fitness, so did I get better at, at sales and being the top performer, right? And there's something that I talk a lot about. I say, you got to be connected with yourself, mind, body, and spirit. Because if you're able to be connected in that way, you can really upscale your business or you can find that light bulb that you're really looking for to take yourself to the next level. And I mean, I'm curious. I mean, it sounds like you're extremely passionate. I can I can feel it in you. Is that what made you eventually get started with Fit Body Bootcamp? I love the shirt, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my friend. I mean, that was really the foundation. I, I literally changed my life. I had no idea what I was getting into. I wanted a better physique, but uh, as we just both shared, it changed everything about my mindset, my mentality, uh, my focus, uh, my ambition, my le level of follow through, my ability to deal with resistance. And we know that from the sales perspective, you got to be resilient, right? Um, so, you know, really that was what set the stage and really how I got involved with Fit Body Bootcamp is after that experience of really, you know, being a student of fitness and over a period of two years, finally I was at the gym and some guy walked up to me one day and was like, Hey, I want to introduce myself. And he did. And he said, I've been watching how you lift weights. And I was curious on how you eat and how you train. And a light bulb went off because never in a million years, did I think, holy smokes, I can actually be of help and assistance to someone else. But that was really when the moment hit me that I could provide this gift of fitness to others. And uh, so I did the most logical thing I possibly could do. I reached out to the gold standard in certification, which is National Academy of Sports Medicine. I got my uh, certification back in 2009. And then uh, shortly thereafter, I think I updated my Facebook profile to certified personal trainer. And I started then <laughs> receiving ads from this gentleman named Bedros Koulian, who Bedros is a dear friend of mine, a mentor, a business partner. He's the founder of Fit Body Bootcamp which oh, wow. Fit Body Bootcamp was started in 2009. So this is right around the time when I was going through that journey. Um, but it wasn't until two years after, we were talking offline, I say all about um, just the World Cup and all the fun stuff going on. I actually, in 2010, 2012, I ended up uh, scratching off a bucket list item of mine and I moved to South America and Brazil for a couple of years and uh, always wanted to learn another language and live in another country. So I did that. I ended up meeting my, my wife who's from Brazil. And when I came back um, to Southern California, which I knew I was you know, going to come back, I started paying attention a little bit more about Fit Body Bootcamp. It was a licensee program at the time, and then it turned out to be a franchise system in 2012. So I did all the diligence I possibly could. I finally ponied up my life investment, put that forward to open up this little dream of having a group training studio underneath the umbrella of the branding of Fit Body Bootcamp. And that's really how I got my, my foot in the door. And I guess I'll finish that story, I guess, on how I... Um, you know, climb, climb the ranks to be the CEO, but really 2012 opened my first location over the next five years, um, had explosive growth. I got my family involved. They opened five locations in Southern California, my wife, my brother, my mom, my sister, and really just made it a family Powerful. affair yeah. being like the passion was there. Right. And uh, in 2018, when our brand was really starting to hockey stick right before COVID, our, our founder who I you know, had been in touch with and connected with and built a good relationship over the previous six years 
reach out to me uh, with the offer to be his vice president. And uh, interestingly enough, I was humbled. I still am to this day um, after some diligence and some conversations ended up taking that position. And then fast forward a few years later um, when Bedros basically is expanding his up empire into other endeavors, um, passed off the torch of the CEO role to me um, you know, to oversee the brand. And I share this with you because it's crazy. A kid from the Midwest, Taco Bell was a staple of his diet, was allergic to lifting weights, literally was not a fit guy is yeah. now the CEO of an international fitness franchise. My message to you and your audience is you are more capable than you think, my friends. You are definitely more capable than you think. And that's really yeah. uh, just my message and my story on how I can help you. Yeah, I love that, Bryson. That's crazy how you mentioned Taco Bell because uh, that's been my craving lately. I'm messing with you. <laughs> but uh, just to give you a little background too. So I, I started off in McDonald's. Like everybody knows me as, as a burger flipper. And you know what? I'll take pride in this. I was the best burger flipper too. Ain't nobody was better than me at burger flipping. <laughs> and that's something that I say a lot, right? Which is like, if you're going to do something, even if you are working a nine to five or shoot, let's just say you're selling cans, you better be the best can flipper there could be. Because if you have that personality or that character, and then you bring it into building a business, you'll be unstoppable, right? And I feel like that's something that I've always had. It sounds like that's something that you've had as well at, at a very young age. And this is something that I'm really curious, right? Because maybe there is a trainer right now or an online fitness coach who just started their business. Maybe they want to open up their own franchise. Maybe they just started one, right? But they don't really know what they're doing. They're experiencing something called the growth phase, right? Which is that beginning process where in the beginning, I mean, we both know, right, Bryce, we're both CEOs, is that the beginning, probably you have to start doing a lot of the things yourself, right? And you're probably experiencing that growth phase before you really take off. And I'm curious, right, it, when if if you did or when you did experience that growth phase, what would you say was going on in your mind, right? Did you ever feel like overwhelmed? Did you ever feel stressed? Did you ever feel some form of emotion that said like, damn, this is a lot? And if so, how did you really overcome that, right? Because I feel like every entrepreneur really approaches those stages. And I'm really curious to hear how you've really overcome that, right, Bryce? Yeah, man, I love that question. And it's so true. In fact, growth stage is actually the uncomfortable stage. Everyone wants to grow and, you know, uh, receive all the, the million dollars and the personal growth and all that. But really, when you actually go through the growth process, it's uncomfortable, it's messy, it doesn't feel good. In fact, you know, that's where we talk about breaking out of your comfort zones is there's growth on the other side of that comfort zone, but it's comfortable staying in that zone. Once you break away from that, that's really becomes challenging. So, you know, to your point, um, any successful business owner, entrepreneur, fitness coach, whomever, right, has to experience that growth phase. And to your point, it's interesting that a lot of times you don't actually see the result until after the growth pace happens. So that growth pace, it's uncomfortable, it's challenging. And that's the hardest part because you're changing, you're growing, but you don't necessarily see the result yet. But that's why it's so important to keep that mental fortitude to keep pushing forward. And for me, what I really learned and why fitness is the staple of my life is fitness teaches you about so many things. It teaches you about consistency. It teaches you about you know, resiliency. It uh, teaches you about having long-term thinking. It teaches you about, you know, overcoming the little, um, you know, uh, the little voice that wants to, wants to drag you down. And by committing to a, a really consistent fitness practice, that's just a good analogy for business, for life, for sales, whatever the case may be, because you're going to experience those growth phases, which are really challenging and uncomfortable. But when you can actually, you know, get better and develop yourself through more sets and reps, then you realize that just like you can accomplish this growth phase, you can accomplish any other growth uh, phase, you know, that's in front of you. Yeah, extremely powerful. Yeah. And you mentioned something, right, which is uh, really just all about developing yourself, right, and becoming 1% better as an entrepreneur. 
And uh, I feel like a, a lot of us, right, we're, we're really future-based. Like we are trying to picture ourselves in the future and that can really limit a lot of people from doing what they should be doing every single day, just getting 1% better. Is there something that you did or maybe something that you currently do, maybe like as a daily routine that helps prepare yourself mentally? Maybe something that you did throughout that growth phase mentally to really help yourself um, be to where you are now as a CEO? 100%. Um, it first starts with my fitness regiment. So I work out daily. I do a half an hour circuit. Our Fit Body Bootcamp locations across the world really we specialize in 30 minute sessions, twice the workout, twice the result, half the time. So I go to my mm. own Fit Body location twice a week. But even so, outside of that, I still get a circuit in, whether it's running, lifting weights, um, resistance training. And that's the bedrock. But really, the, the key element, and I feel like I've developed this over the last few years, and specifically, um, it's a practice to help my body, which reduces inflammation, increases my immunity and mental stimulation, but more so it actually is an exercise for my mind. What I do is cryotherapy every day. So I have a pool, I live in Southern California, uh, which uh, typically has nice warm weather. However, specifically in the winters and even throughout the course of the year, we have dry weather. So once the sun goes down in nights and early mornings, it gets cold, cool and definitely cold in the, in, in the winter. And my pool is a balmy 45 degrees um, Fahrenheit. So um, every morning after my workout um, for two to three minutes, I do a polar plunge, if you will. And I literally submerge myself, you know, into 45 degree Fahrenheit water. And I can tell you that is anything but fun. It is anything but warm. And those uh, two to three minutes, they feel like an eternity. But going through that practice, I mean, there's just a lot of physiological benefits in your body. Again, redu reduction of inflammation, increase of collagen, increase of stimulation or immune system. But more so than anything, it's a practice for, for my limbic system to realize that, hey, I'm the boss. I'm in control. Yes, there's a res resistance there. No, I do not want to do it. But if I can put myself through that really harsh, you know, uh, three-minute polar plunge, well, then that, what else can I not do? Literally, like once I conquer that, then everything else in the day gets easier. So for me, that is a bedrock uh, practice that I have from a workout perspective, from a cryotherapy perspective, really to get my mind, my body, and soul like really charged up for the day ahead. Uh, and that's been a huge, huge um, habit and secret to my success over the last handful of years. Love that. No, that's incredible. And I say that a lot. I say uh, I'm huge on win the morning, win the day. You might not be like me. I know there's a lot of people out there that are like night owls. But uh, there was something Not that me. I hated. <laughs> Not you. Yeah, I love that. Win, I love win that. the morning, win the morning, win the day. I am all about that, my friend. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, man. And, and it really started off, and I'll tell you this crazy story. It started off when uh, I told myself, I gave myself, I said, you know what? I've never had, I've never made X amount of money per month. I made this, this. I say maybe like a, like a selfish goal. I want to make X amount, right? This was in the beginning phases when it was just me, right? Just trying to hustle and make things happen. And I said, I'm going to give myself... 60 days. I said 30 in the beginning, but eventually as I started to get really comfortable, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to do it in 60 days now. And I said, every day I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. I'm going to take a cold shower. I'm not even going to think about it because as soon as you wake up, my head is thinking, wow, you got a cold shower. So you're cool, man. Just chill extra five minutes on the bed. My brain was always thinking, don't do it. But I was like, no, I'm going to try to conquer myself in my brain. So I would wake up every single day at 5 a.m. to a cold shower. And the first four hours of the day, we're just doing the the things that my mentor during that time said, listen, you need to do this every single morning. And if you do this, there's no doubt that in a 60, 90 day time frame, you're going to be in a whole different state in your business. This is going to allow you to hire team members. This is going to allow you to do this and this and that. So I did it and I lasted a total of 45 days because on the 45th day, I actually got a fever. I got a cold 
and uh i couldn't make it i couldn't do it no more i was like, i'm sick there's no if i take another coach i'll probably like die or something but you know i actually got to the goal the record number that i wanted to hit and surpass i was i was able to hit it and then i realized like damn in those like 45 days that i did it i felt like like i conquered something and there's like a famous saying that i say that as as men we want to feel like conquerors we want to feel like we're conquering something whether it's our business whether it's another goal that we set ourselves to do. And uh, maybe maybe that's how, you know, taking a, uh, you know, doing a workout and then doing the plunge, does, does, would you say that really puts you in a state of like conquer and like, man, I could take on my business now? Would you say that's the feeling it really gives you? Oh, 100%, my friend. Literally the, the three hours after I do my polar plunge and I'm yeah. not going to, you know, mix any words. I also... You know, when that cold uh, water is in front of me, I'm like, I always, that little voice is like, don't do it, don't do it. But you know what? You just got to do it, right? Because once you conquer that, um, literally, I feel like a million bucks. The next three hours of my day, I'm like, I have momentum. And there's something so, so true um, from a sales perspective, from a business perspective, from a fitness perspective, from a life perspective about momentum. It's a real thing. If you watch a sports game, you'll see sometimes like the momentum will swing from one side to the other. And there's this layer of energy. And for me, when I conquer the morning, when I conquer my workout, when I conquer my polar plunge, I literally am setting myself up to conquer the day and consistency compounds. And then once you stack one more win, win, then the other win becomes easier and easier and easier. And before you know it, it's noon. And I've literally cranked out like eight hours of work throughout the course of the day because I've obviously I'm up nice and early as well, to your point, um, and unstoppable. But without that, literally, I wouldn't be where I'm in today if I didn't have that, you know, uh, that mental fortitude to basically get up, have that uh, consistent routine and conquer the morning. Cause if I didn't conquer the morning, I wouldn't conquer the day and my, my life's not conquered. So the opposite is also true, but couldn't agree with you more. I say also. Yeah. I love that. You mentioned some that a lot of people don't really understand. Maybe new entrepreneurs, right? Which is momentum and speed. And I say how important that is. Right. And you know, we have entrepreneurs nowadays, right? Like Gary Vaynerchuk, which I'm a huge fan, by the way. This is his book on the background, crushing it. Yeah, I see it. <laughs> and uh, it. he mentions something, which is don't come, because he talks about this a lot. He said, you got to have patience. You know, I'm sure if I saw Gary V right now and I'm like, hey, listen, Gary, you know, I'm trying to hit these numbers. He'll be like, listen, so patience, bro. And I would totally understand where he's coming from. But he's also said this before. He says, don't confuse patience with complacency. And I, it, it makes sense, right? Like a lot of people get that mistaken. Like they might hear Gary Vee and say like, I, I can chill. I can just relax because Gary Vee said I can chill. But I'm really huge on don't confuse patience with complacency because complacency means that you could just like relax and not do nothing versus versus patience is a huge difference. So would you say that as, a, as an entrepreneur where you are today, would you say you had to, you know, put a lot of speed and momentum towards the things that you do? Or, or would you say you're more just like, you know, I, I manage my day perfectly. I have a structured, a specific way. Or what is your intake on that, on speed and, and momentum? Love that, man. Huge Gary Vee fan as well. And I noticed your yeah. book when I first uh, got on the show. So <laughs> hats, yeah. hats off to that. Um, what I would say, it's interesting. And I heard him on a podcast about a month ago, actually explaining this philosophy. And it's so, so true. I resonate with it. Um, it's actually a dichotomy because mm. you need short term you need to be a massive action taker to be successful. There's no about no doubt about it. So to your point, people sometimes confuse patience for complacency. They realize or they think, okay, well, I can just, you know, have patience and, and not do anything. Really, that's actually being complacent in the short term if you're not taking massive action. So you need to be of the mindset, of the mantra that short term take massive action 
But then that said, that dichotomy is long-term. You have to realize that your goals, especially big goals that you want to achieve in, achieve in life are going to take longer than you think. So short-term, you have to be able to take massive action on a daily basis, but then long-term, you need to take a step back and realize this is going to take a long time, but the, the value is consistency compounds. So if I keep on doing these consistent acts, uh, actions, focus on the process, eventually, and that's where patience comes in, eventually the result will take care of itself. And that's the big dichotomy. Um, and that's easier yep. said than done, but it's something that Gary Vee laid out that you reiterated that I definitely buy into. And it's actually, you know, if you look at the success I've achieved in life, um, you know, from being a um, broke, non-fit guy, then to a personal trainer, then to a gym owner, then a multi-limit gym owner, then a vice president, a CEO of a, a franchise, it's short-term action, but then long-term patience because it took me over a decade to do that. Right. I love that. No, I love that. That's incredible, right? And uh, I feel like a lot of people don't really don't really hear or see like really what it takes, right, to reach a, a certain level that you are now, right, Bryce? And I feel like when people get into entrepreneurship, they, they think it, it might be like a walk around the park, right? Or it might be something easy. But I mean, building a business, is sure, it ain't easy. You know, there's there's a lot of uh, mental to it. There's a lot of mental toughness. And, and, and again, being patient, but never complacent. And, you know, I, I would say that a million times and a million times more is that, Yes, you can be patient, but never be complacent, right? Because if you want to build something as, as massive as, you know, as Gary Vee or Patrick McDavid, like all the huge entrepreneurs, it's going to take a lot of uh, mental fortitude. And, you know, I'm, I'm really curious, right, Bryce, in terms of uh, Fit Body Bootcamp, or maybe if somebody wants to uh, work with you or maybe they want to find you like off social media, uh, where could they find maybe your information or where can you, you know, point them towards to maybe learn a little bit more about you or fit body bootcamp, because I feel like what you guys are doing is, is really, really special. And I can see all the impact. And to me, there's something that I see all the time It's impact over anything. You know, if we can impact the world, that's what matters because when we die, people are just going to remember us because of the impact that we made with other people. Right. So if somebody, a trainer right now, they're just like, man, I love this guy, Bryce. I feel like we're a similar background. I'm from LA too. I'm a broke trainer. I want to be like Bryce or, or could they find you? <laughs> I love that, man. Well, I appreciate that. Right. Um, first I'll, I'll point out everyone to our website to learn more about fit body bootcamp. So it's just fitbodybootcamp.com. That's fitbodybootcamp.com. And uh, I would love to continue to stay in touch and add value to your audience from a mindset perspective, from an inspirational perspective, from a coaching, from business and leadership to sales perspective, which is, are usually the topics that I teach on. Uh, my social ha media handles from Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, all that um, are is, excuse me, let me rephrase that, is real Bryce Henson, um, not to be confused with fake Bryce Henson. So that's where you can find me <laughs> on social. Yeah, I love that. Incredible, Bryce. And for everybody that tuned into this podcast, if you love Bryce's story and you want to learn more about the information he just shared, just check out the description below and you're going to be able to follow him there and uh, check out some of the, the cool stuff that you can find him on. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Peace.